I'm Chilanga. I'm Dylan. And this is the C and D pod. Wait. That was it. It actually wasn't stupid. Okay. Alright. I yeah. like it's simple. C and D. It kind of sounds like three and D, but it doesn't yeah. need to. You know, it's just it's like Chilanga and Dylan. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. For now, we're the Coast to Coast NBA podcast uh, at gmail.com. And uh, we've got a great show. We're going to do our preseason awards, even though the season already started. Um, we're going to make our predictions as to who wins awards. And we have a really special guest on uh, in a little bit. But first, we just want to take a moment to do some some real stupid news. There's not a lot to talk about. I What's really special, special guest. <laughs> he really does put the special it's really something you guys are gonna love this but i guess the first piece of real stupid news is james harden uh was was caught at a strip club uh this past week supporting a girl boss he was supporting a girl (laughs) boss chalanga yeah the the oklahoma city thunder uh houston rockets game had to be postponed because half of the houston rockets players had to do covid protocols because well and the thing is like what's of james harden uh because kj martin had covid and then James Harden was at the strip club. Anyway, James Harden said, he, he put out an Instagram post. He was like, oh, wow, another thing. I'm here supporting my friend who's becoming a boss of this woman-owned business, and y'all are trying to make it a big deal. Was um, it, it was probably even a black woman-owned business. Yeah, which is awesome. Like, hooray for black woman-owned oh, business. Wow. But they need to follow COVID protocols, too. <laughs> so... James Harden, that's not an excuse. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just using identity to try to get to try to, try to skate around it. That's inappropriate, James Harden. <laughs> that is that that is when white people say, "Oh, don't play the race card." That is what that is. You're, you know, that is um, some kind of don't play the stripper card. Don't yeah. Um, and then the other stupid fucking piece of news is that the Timberwolves lost to the Los Angeles Lakers tonight and it was really bad. Yeah. No, but it was even worse because we lost three times tonight. We lost when we lost Cat in the middle of the day. We got teased by Dane Moore saying, oh, he's going to play. I mean, something could happen in warm-ups, but then Cat had to go see a specialist in Los Angeles and the specialist in Los Angeles said, oh, you're playing the Lakers tonight? No, no, you can't play. The special they said, wait, how many zeros are on this check? <laughs> wait, Rob Palinka, how many zeros? <laughs> exactly. Either Rob Palinka, how many zeros, or Robbie Sika. That's not enough zeros. <laughs> so uh unfortunately, Carl Anthony Towns is gonna be week to week. Oh my god. And yeah, uh and then we lost the third time when we lost Josh Kobe on a non-contact injury, which is so the scariest injury, non-contact knee injury. I'm really hoping it was just cramps. Yeah, it was Although, cramps. That's right. They did come out and I, say it was cramps. I've never grabbed my knee when I got cramps, but maybe like a hamstring. Like, yeah, I'm hoping it was hamstring. I don't know. I've had it, some pretty bad calf cramps. So, you know, I'm I'm hoping and praying that it's just cramps. We we love you, Josh. Get better soon. Um, shall we move on to our guest? Yes. Let's get rolling. We're going to bring on a guest. We're actually, this is actually a really exciting guest to have on the pod. Probably, probably the most famous guest we've, we, we've had. Dylan, would you say? Definitely. I mean, like, yes, Eric Perkins, but like 
Really? Like, I, nice. this, guy, this guy got some clout. Let me tell you about that. <laughs> got the online clout. That's right. We are going to welcome to the show uh, uh, lo- longtime listener, first time guest, uh, Rancho Cucamonga, uh, streetball legend, Chicken. Welcome to the mom. podcast. Chicken. What's up? What's up? Chicken. You're 19. I used to be. I'm 20. Uh, I am 30. All right. Hey, well, I used to be 19 too. (laughs) What up? And we have in common. We have something in common, chicken. Oh, yeah. What's up, y'all? We just, you know, I'm feeling pretty upset after this Timberwolves loss. (laughs) It was was pretty brutal. Uh, Did you get a chance to watch the game, chicken? Hell yeah. What did you think? Me and my boy Terry were watching that. Uh, I love to see. I love to. I love to see um, some street ballers get humbled, and uh, it was nice to see the Wolves have to. You know, after having two big wins, it was nice to see them have to lose. That was nice. So, I think it'll actually make them bigger and stronger moving forward. So, are are you? I guess I'm. I'm confused here. Are you a? Are you a Timberwolves fan? Big, big Timberwolves fan. But you. You liked that they lost. I'm happy. How did you become a Timberwolves fan from Rancho Cucamonga, oh, California? Oh, man. I, so I was doing a tour with my boy, Terry. Uh, we come down, or we come up, but we come down. We were uh, up in Seattle. We were doing a tour with our YouTube channel, Chicken and T- Chicken Teriyaki. Uh, so we were doing street baller events. Um, so I do my, my crossover Kings court moves events. Uh, and in every major city, um, and it's just a big, like, we all get together, all the crossover kings and me and the street ballers and me all get together, and we just show up, like, the star point guards of that area. We show up the star, like, street ballers of that area. Um, and I actually am, I'm, like, jammed up here for real. I'm stuck. Big. Like, you're I'm, stuck in Minneapolis. Yeah. Oh, yep. what's going on? What's going on, Terry? Uh, or chicken. I'm sorry. I don't know why I called you Terry. So I know like, Terry's right next to you, but you are chicken. Terry's here. Terry does, and he is my guy. He's here 100. percent He he has no money neither. So we neither of us have no money. So we all get stuck um, coming down from Seattle. So like, no one tells you how far like um, the distance from like Rancho to like, and then the distance uh, to Seattle, and then the distance to. Um, Minneapolis and places uh, such as I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty sure th- I'm pretty sure it's very easy to actually find that distance. For real, dude. Like we didn't know that though, and so Did we you guys were, use, use Google Maps or no, no, Apple no, no. Maps or Yahoo, Yahoo Maps, and it's Yo. like different, dude. Because like they like send you an email like to give you the directions, I think. And we just didn't know that, and so we were just really jet gummed up, and so we got yeah. gummed up. Yeah, that makes sense to me because we tried to send you a lot of emails yeah. and uh, they kept getting bounced right back We've to us. Trying to get for you sure. on the pod for like a year and a half. For so. sure, yeah. you guys, big mad ups to that. Mad, uh, mad ups. Yeah. We okay. So you were too busy. <laughs> for sure. No. For sure. No. For sure. You were. Oh. Okay. So you travel the country. You you have been traveling country uh, and showing up street ballers from from around the yeah, country. local I, star point guards yeah okay so who is like the the biggest star point guard that you've showed up on your tour i went to atawanda high school in rancho and my boy jordan mclaughlin who is now a wolfie uh timber wolfie um 
he basically, dude, he was like, he was not even that good, dude. Like he did not have any street baller mentality going on. And so freaking coach was out there. And I said, whatever, like, I'm going to show this dude up and right in front of coach. Like he came to our street ball event back then, even back then we were, when I started doing this and I showed him up, I crossed him up and hit a three right in his face. And basically coach said, you're my new guy. So wait, which coach was this? My coach, man. He was awesome, dude. He was such a good coach, dude. He, it, at, uh, at USC? With Jordan mm. McLaughlin's coach? No, no, no. High school, bro. So we went to okay. um, we went to Etowanda High School. And I actually wasn't even allowed to play because my grades... And this is actually bullshit. Um, my teacher said that I didn't get passing grades. And that is actually totally false. Because I passed every class normally. Yeah, uh, yeah. I went through something like that in high school too, where they said I wasn't passing a class, but actually I was passing. So I feel that chicken. That, so that's your background. You're a street baller. You showed up, Jordan McLaughlin, in high school. Amazing, for sure. I, what What were your thoughts on the game tonight? What do you think was like some of the biggest issues? Uh, the Wolves lost pretty bad. What, yeah. what do you think they, they could have done better? So like. Basically, one thing I will say is like energy is huge, you know, like a lot you'll hear a lot of people say like, oh, you got to like cut to the basket, like cut, whatever. No, 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 no. Energy on the ball. It doesn't matter if you can't handle the ball. Take the ball and dribble and show your street skills right then and there. Show coach that you got street skills. Show, you know, LeBron James was out there, man, and he's he's got street skills, man. And he knows how to um, – he can cross you up and he can crisscross. And he knows all about applesauce and everything too. So it's good to – when you're out there, even if you're not even that good, like Nas Reed, like he figured it out, but like energy handling the ball. And it doesn't matter if you're not even good at that. Just do it. So uh, you would say Nas Reed was the player of the game for the Timberwolves? Big time. Hell yeah. Yep. Wow. wow. That's, uh, That's that- surprising to me. Yeah. yeah, Dylan, would you would you say that Nasrid was was the player of the game? Like, I would say that he was the player of the game in the sense that he was the player that caused the Timberwolves to lose the game. Wow, he did he did score the second most points on the team. Um, that shocking, is that is street ball. Exactly. You know who was very street ball tonight? Actually, um, Anthony Edwards was incredibly street ball. He was oh, uh, street baller. He was six for 21 from the field mm-hmm. and put up a staggering 15 points. What do you think of that stat line, Chicken? I'm just going to say something big. And when you're, again, when you got that energy coming into the league, you got to be big. It doesn't matter, dude. Especially because he's given those epic interviews where he just is being ultimate funny guy. And that's tight. And you got to be funny out there, dude. You can't be just goof. You can't just be a not goofball. You got to bring, if you're going to play basketball, you have to bring the goofball too. If you're going to miss a shot, miss, miss a ton of them and keep missing them. I think Kobe Bryant said that at one point. You know, he you just, did. You, you shoot your shot. He might've. You don't shoot your shot. Then you're not shooting your shot. So a guy that wasn't playing tonight, Anthony Davis said, miss, 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 and then miss 10 more times and then start hitting shots. Like six of them. He said that, I think. And Anthony Edwards hit exactly six of them. So, mm-hmm. somebody's been oh, somebody's been streetballing, and he knows all about it. All right, streetball king chicken joining us on the pod. I, that was an astute review of the of the game. I, I am I am impressed. Like the, your insight 
uh, on on streetball and profound. the NBA. Truly profound. Um, can we follow you on socials? Do you have anything to promote? I like can't find my login information for any of the socials, so I've been working at that. And um, and if y'all could help me, actually, after this, I know you guys are busy after. Um, but yeah, I would we'll love be sleeping. So for sure, for sure. No, I do hear you. But if you guys know anything about um, recovering old email addresses, put please holler. And if anyone of your fans also might know, that would be tight. Coast to coast family, we need we need help with email recovery right now. Yep, send us an email, us, me and Dylan at coast to coast uh, NBA pod at gmail dot com. Uh, Chicken, do you have a place to stay tonight? Are you, you doing okay? No, for sure, dude. We, me and Terry got a little, um, a little hot plate. We call it. It's uh, you call um, where you stay a hot plate. Yeah. Um, we can play. We go to Sonics. Um, and we can stay under the awning in the our drive- uh, and the drive-through. Yeah, my girl works there, so I can figure. And and she's not actually my girl, but she's a girl that I know, and um, and she will let me stay there. So that is nice of that girl. Oh, I'm man. glad that you. I'm glad that you don't take possession over her. That is very not progressive. Oh, dude, because because she. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, chicken, your life sounds very messy. Thank you for coming on the pod. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna have to uh, have you back on. Hopefully, we can help you recover your your email so that we can get you back on sooner. For real, never bring him back on. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about this later, Dylan. We'll talk about it later. Faster. All right. Um. Geez. Uh. We're gonna move on to our next guest. Uh. Hopefully, this one goes a little bit better. Pray for um, chicken. Pray for chicken. Pray for Josh Okogie. Pray for Carl Anthony Towns. It was a rough night to be a Timberwolves fan. And so we're not going to talk about the Timberwolves. We're going to talk about the NBA as a whole. Um, We're going to do our season awards preview. So we're going to make our predictions as to who wins awards. Most people do this before the season, but Dylan and I like to see at least a couple games so that we can know what's going on. I actually made some picks before the season, watched the first few games and have since changed a couple of those picks. So I'm feeling good. Rude unfair you can't change those only one okay only one there's only gonna be one on pod that i've changed all right you're gonna have to the tell rest? us you're gonna have to tell us I will. at the time that you change it's it. gonna happen right away so you're gonna hear right away um and and to join us right this is very exciting um this is he hasn't been on the pod since what our our live pod with eric perkins yeah uh, the, play yeah my roommate my best friend my brother uh not Rude. my real brother uh Okay, Dylan. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the pod, Cole Benson. I'm here. I we've never had someone clap for themselves when they come on the pod. That was the first. <laughs> I'm actually. I'm not clapping about being on the pod. I'm clapping. I actually am putting up. I'm putting up your boy Chicken tonight. So I'm happy about that. Oh, oh thank God. Thank you. Because we yeah. didn't want him to sleep out in the cold. No, I he's mean, so he's Chilenga might not know this, but he's going to sleep in my van tonight. So. That's not any warmer than the the awning at the Sonic. I but just well, I said on exactly. the inside. Exactly. Warm, yeah. Body heat. I'm gonna bring chicken and Terry some. Um, I we have some leftover stuffing, so I'm gonna bring him some of that. And I chicken and Terry could honestly that could be like a Netflix sitcom. I think so too. That's the next. Uh, Netflix sitcom. Uh, Cole and I are actually writing it, so let's <laughs> let's keep that on the on the low because we don't want anyone to steal okay, our idea on the netty. Uh, let's talk some basketball. 
So we're going to start with the, 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 the first award, the biggest award, and that is MVP. Now, I want, I want everyone to give uh, one like real candidate who they really think is going to win, and then a second Dark Horse candidate. Shall I go first? Yeah. Yes. All right. So uh, I actually, I, this is the one that I changed. So originally, I had right. Luka Doncic as, as the MVP, as like my, my real choice. Um, and even though the Mavericks put the stomp on the Clippers today, I, I just, I, I have concerns about that team. And I am, am going to say this MVP that I never thought I would say, but I think the MVP of the league this year is going to be Kevin Durant of the Brooklyn Nets. That team looks amazing. And it, KD's in form and he's going to put up a, a ton of points and Brooklyn's going to be super good. And he's got the narrative of like the comeback story. I think he's going to be MVP. Dylan, why are you shaking your head? Because I already had KD as my MVP. <laughs> and and yeah. I actually had him before the Nets game, and I texted you about this. Yes. <laughs> oh, so fuck. rude. So rude. It's tight. It's tight. No, no, no. I'm with I, – I love it. I love the three-way KD. Oh, Cole, you're also KD. Uh, no, but I'll get there. Do you want to go, Dylan? Yeah, no. Mine's KD. My real one's KD. Uh. Basically, yeah, same thing. Whatever. I don't care to continue on that. Dylan, you Wait. are so sad tonight. I, your Lakers won. How are you so sad? No, my Timberwolves lost a very depressing <laughs> game, and we when the Timbies lost lose. our best five players in the same uh, day. Like, never trust a Los Angeles doctor. For real. That's mm. what I've learned when I've lived out here. They like mm. money. Those guys are money guys. Yeah, money yeah. guy. Money, 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 exactly. money. My long shot though was Carl Anthony Towns until Tight. I realized that he's not going to play it. Oh, wait. Here. And then, Che, you didn't do your long shot. My long shot is uh, Damian Lillard. Hey, he he was my long shot. Long. It's a pretty long shot, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, I, I think, like, after you get KD, LeBron, Giannis, Luka, and then Dame is maybe Jokic, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's a long-ass shot. I don't, I don't think yeah. there's anyone... That's that's like Aimed at 15 to one. Okay. So this isn't updated. This is as of before the season, but Kevin Durant was 10 to one. And the next highest was Damian Lillard at 15 to one. So, Hell yeah. I don't know. He's bopping. I mean, he, he looked really good, but I mean, look at, look at uh, James Harden. He scored 44 points uh, his last true. game. So like, I don't know. If, <laughs> I think his off court <laughs> issues might for sure. But like, but like, I don't know. He did that last season too, where he almost averaged forty points a game. If he averages forty points a game, there's a chance, but he's yes. going to have to literally that... average forty points a game in order to win MVP. Um. So, so who's your who's your MVP, Cole? Giannis. Giannis. Three years back to back. Wow. Yeah. I don't think they can do it. He he can dominate the regular season, and then postseason doesn't matter. So. Regular season. <laughs> well, wait for the MVP award. Yeah, exactly. I thought chicken was coming back. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, chicken. Postseason doesn't matter. Chicken's sick, so he's not street ball. The street ball, baby. Yeah, he's he's able to do it every night, you know, and especially with like fewer games, he can just. I think he can just put up those stats every night. So, I'm. I just don't. Th- I don't know. Three times in a row, voter fatigue is a real thing for sure. And, and so I, I feel like they'll say, no, thank you. 
But I, I is he going to put up the same stats as last year? Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, but but if if Durant's doing the same thing and like if Durant keeps this up, that's that's who my dark horse is. And I know it's like barely a dark horse, but I think Durant is like a a pretty clear shot if he can. It's because the the Brooklyn Nets jerseys are so dark compared to the mm-hmm. Nets jerseys. Mm-hmm. So you were confused by the question. It's fair. How about exactly. this one? Trey Young. Ooh. That would be so sick. The Hawks look okay. I mean, did you, did you see that where he dribbled behind himself through the legs and then had Valanchunas bite on it? We ought to get chicken on the horn for some of this talk because that is some street that, ball. That is some that's ball a Chris Paul move. That's yeah. a oh, Chris yeah. Paul move, 100%. Chris Paul does oh, yeah. that every time he dribbles into the paint. <laughs> Watch Chris Paul. He, every time he does a, either a fake behind the back through the legs or a fake through the legs like back pass, every time he's in the paint. It's, it's like, it, it is like clockwork. Uh, uh, you're gonna have to move your head your boner's in the way Ooh oh. la la. you ever knock yourself out because you get a boner that go just goes too hard you know not personally but um, congratulations yeah good job uh we're gonna move good on job. to our our least valuable player so we award a most valuable player we award a least valuable player the least valuable player is defined as a player who plays a lot of minutes and makes their team significantly worse can I kick this one off? I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt. Please, please. I want you to. But I wanted to stir the pot here. Uh, this is a fellow that we all, um, we've all felt pain watching him. And I remember a game I was at where he was missing his, I think, 14th free throw or whatever. And everyone in the audience at the at the Timberwolves game started booing him. It was Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. And I want to say, I think Andrew Wiggins is going to be the least valuable player of this season. Amen to that. Fair enough. I am writing an article right now that is a pseudo argument that the Wolves did not win the Andrew Wiggins trade. And oh Andrew's God. play Stop is. It. No, look, it's. A, it, <laughs> It's not that it's not that's not really the crux of the article, but that's a piece of it. And Andrew Wiggins is making it really hard for me to argue that. Yeah, He's bad, dude. He found a way to stand more still than anyone I've ever seen in the corner. <laughs> it's scarecrow basketball. Yeah, he just waits for the ball in the weirdest way. My pick is uh Brandon Ingram of the New Orleans Pelicans. Whoa. His offense is really good. And and so maybe his offense is going to be good enough to 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 make him not this pick, but his defense is atrocious. I'm I'm finally getting around to really digging into Brandon Ingram's game, um, which is something Dylan has done for a long time as an LA fan. But God, that dude does not know how to play defense. Yeah, he's very bad. Um, yeah. in the interest of not picking Brandon Ingram here, I will pick Jamal Murray. What yeah. the fuck? Weird. Defend yourself, Dylan. In the bubble setting specifically, he looked amazing. But then I was talking with Chalanga, and he has never averaged more than, I think, 18 points a game. And it's not because he doesn't score. It's because every other game he doesn't score. Yeah, he is super inconsistent. I'll give you that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he he also had that, like, he showed out for that bubble. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to let the Nuggets down in so many games this year. And it's going to be sad for them. Uh, I I think that Brandon Ingram is a better pick here, but I can't pick Brandon Ingram. And it, it would probably be like for the fourth year in a row that I pick Brandon Ingram. So it's kind of unfair to him. I have voter fatigue for Brandon Ingram. <laughs> really? He, uh, he, he has those big shining games, though. And now they're like leaning on him so much, you know? 
I, I feel the same voter fatigue for Andrew Wiggins, I think. That's it's hilarious because he just won most improved player last year. Even though I don't I don't think <laughs> right. he deserved it, but he really he didn't win it. Nah, I mean, dude. There were there were other players that made bigger leaps. But he worked and like, for that team. Like that's the that's like what's great about it. My thing, if you're a number two overall pick and you like get close to that level of expectation, then I don't think yeah, you should you win should most improved player. You know, yeah, like, totally. totally. Um, you but should, you should just you know, be good. <laughs> yeah, you should just be good. <laughs> That's the expectation. Sorry, guys. Um, we're going to move on. Speaking of most improved player, we're going to move on to most improved player. Uh, this year, my pick, it's obvious. I'm going straight forward here, but uh, it's Michael Porter Jr. You know, I've got a big boner for Michael Porter Jr. And uh, I, he just is going to be in position to to win that award. If if he is what I think he is, then he should win it no problem. I see where you're coming from with that offensively in terms of the voters. I still, I think Michael Porter Jr. might be worse than Brandon Ingram on defense. He's pretty bad. Room um, to grow, right? Room to grow this season. That's true. Dylan, I think I know who your pick is, but I, I want to hear I want to hear you say it. I don't know who my pick is. Who did you think my pick would be? I, was, I, haven't gonna, thought about I, I was sure that you were going to say Taylor Horton Tucker. Oh, yeah. Taylor Horton Tucker is pretty good. Yeah. Taylor Horton Tucker. <laughs> he looked He's really good tonight. Good. Ooh, against yeah, our wolves. Garbage time. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he might not play enough, though. I, I feel that. I, no, um, they want him, though. You can tell. I, they're going to have to have more than just Anthony Davis out to get him in, like, non-garbage minutes, though. So right. it's, yeah. it's going to be really tough for him to make, like, it because you can't just make the leap from basically nothing to mm-hmm. making the rotation in order to be most improved. So right. I don't think I would pick THT. Cole, do you have some? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep thinking. Cole, do you have somebody that you think is going to be most improved here? I do, and it's funny. Uh, I think... So I had two down here, but I'm going to go with, I'm just going to say it, Jamal Murray. Oh, I think, I think, I think we'll go Denver Nuggets. Me and Chalenka will go Denver Nuggets. I'm with him there. Uh, I think Jamal Murray is going to have a really good season. Okay. I like this pick. This, this makes sense to me because if he can put it together, because what did he average last season? Like 18, 15, 16 points a game? Like, yeah, yeah. 18. So he's averaged. 18 the last two seasons. Yeah. So if he, if he can make the jump to like 23, 24, I, I could definitely see like, and, and the nuggets are yeah. good. You know, I could see yeah. the narrative surrounding that. Especially that makes- after, especially after that shining like bubble moment, I feel like he has so much riding on it. You know, he had that like epic, like 50 point game. Mm-hmm. Like you can really only go up from there. I think um, <laughs> alternatively, right. my backup was Tyler hero. So, yeah, so far his yeah, that's a good pick his, too. His points, uh, his point totals were nine and twenty three, but Oof, yeah, he was also twenty three on twenty shots. So okay, looked like super good with the Nuggets. Yeah, God, he just he just tickles your little your little nutsack. He just like yeah. you know. I mean, he's a nasty boy, you know. There, there's like dirt in that guy. That guy. Yeah, like a, that I, I was, I was intentional guy. about that because you know of that whole Instagram story thing. Yeah. Uh, Anyone that hasn't heard about that should look that up. <laughs> <laughs> what about Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving's looked pretty good. Whoa! Most yeah, yeah, player? yeah. He can't win Most Improved Player. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's already a second team All NBA. You know what? You know how? You know how he could do it if he did Uncle Drew yeah. two. He could get Most Improved Player. Most Improved Actor. Yeah. yeah. If 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 Uncle Drew two is better than Uncle Drew, 
there's no way, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but no, for sure. Well, if you could get, get him, Drew, get Michael Jordan to be an Uncle Drew too, and then we're talking. You know, our next word uh, is the player most likely to fall off a cliff, um, or the most unimproved player. So this could be because of age, because of um, you know a bad fit. Or whatever. I have a, I have one player and then an honorable mention. So I'll, mm. I'll start here. I think the player most likely to fall off a cliff is Paul Millsap. I feel like I had him two years ago on this. <laughs> I'm a, I'm going off his bubble performance just because he looked slow and and a little washed. Yeah. Even though I was like hoping the Wolves would sign him, whatever. Uh, I, I think that it's it's only a matter of time before he just goes rolling down the hill. And my other player was Jeremy Grant. Oh, because he is in a situation where he has a lot of opportunity to fail. (laughs) He's in a situation where he just signed like a guaranteed $80 million deal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he's expected to be some sort of like on ball creator, which he just is not. So I could see him uh, getting a lot worse in people's uh, perception. Uh, Dylan, you want to go next? My most unimproved player in terms of age. Until tonight, I was very worried about Marcus Hull. Mm. Uh, and also, g- going based off of his bubble performance, he did not look very hot. All right, who, who's your pick, uh, Cole, for, for least improved player? Um, I'm going to go with literally falling off a cliff. Oh. Malik Beasley <laughs> is going to literally drive his car into, <laughs> into a Minnesota lake. I'm not surprised by this. Yes. So it took me a while to remember because he needs to curb a couple chicks right now. So if he needs to drive into a lake to make the fake his death just so that he can get away from. Can you imagine he girls that are after him? He fakes his death before the Clippers game and then plays the game. (laughs) (laughs) He's announced dead at the scene and then he checks in for the game. Nothing would surprise me less. He knows all these all these women do not watch the NBA, so he's he is safe. Uh, yeah. The only uh, thing they watch is Spo Track. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I had to I had to take it literally because I was so excited about his like very messy start, while at the same time having an awesome start basketball wise. <laughs> I think it's very cool that he's able to separate his real life. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm a big Malik Beasley supporter, and I will say this time and time again: uh, white people wave their guns at people and tell them to get off their property all the time, and it's Def. no big deal. That is that is definitely the the smallest problem that I have with Malik. Yeah. We we yeah. we've seen it on many occasions, and that is Malik just like Beasley's so cool. normal. <laughs> it's, I just I just like that he is uh you know such a he is busy <laughs> you know he's yeah, cool he's, he's very busy yeah. Um, all right, we're going to move on to Coach of the Year. Um, unfortunately, this is one of the picks that I made before the season, and I think that it's not going to pan out. Um, but my preseason pick for Coach of the Year was Terry Stotts of the Portland Trailblazers. I don't know if you could tell, but I am—I was high on the Trailblazers. I'm still pretty high on the Trailblazers, but it's it's looking less good because they have been together. Oh, my God. Their defense has been fucking like a wet napkin. But look at Which, CJ, baby, 44 points. Yeah, I mean, they pulled that win out against the Rockets team that was missing uh, three of their best five players. <laughs> bang, bang, baby. Yeah, I I mean, defense is going to be the last thing to get to any of these teams, um, especially the ones that are coming together at the last minute like this team. Like, they have a lot of new players. 
Mm-hmm. I know that they have like the strongholds, but those guys are they're trying to like shade them on defense, you know. So and Damian Lillard, like people want to give him credit for not being as bad of a defender as they, people say he is, but he he like especially during the regular season, he is not a defender. He's not great. And CJ is not great. Like if those are your oh, two, CJ is so much worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if those are your two guards on the court, like you really have to do a lot of shit to make up for that in order for you to have good perimeter defense. Yes. And Nurk is going to have to play out of his mind. Uh, Rocco can do that. That's the thing is that like they kind of got the perfect power forward slash maybe small forward yep. that can switch onto these guards or even just like guard these guards from, to begin with. Yes. Um, if you if you are dealing with like the guy that with the guy that's like the Kyrie or whatever you're trying to deal with. Yeah, because he, he's or, not there to score right now. He's there to play perimeter defense. And that's cool. Who Who is your pick, Cole, for coach of the year? Uh, Steve Nash. Oh, hell yeah. I think I, that I think that's realistic. Yeah, I got to go Steve Nash. I think the Nets already look pretty cool. I know they just lost a game, but that's no biggie. If you can get like a superstar like that to just coach a team, that's amazing. It's a sick move. And like, I I think like the narrative is going to be there. I don't want to root for Steve Nash to be the coach of the year. I I like, I want to root against that Brooklyn Nets team so bad, but I just can't. (laughs) They're, They're awesome. Okay. Mine is a bit of a homer pick. And it's right. Sorry. Frank Vogel, baby. I was going to slap you if you said Ryan Saunders. <laughs> that would be so cool. I will say I was impressed. I was impressed by Ryan Saunders running that five perimeter player lineup at the end of the game against the yeah. Jazz. Five amazing seconds of defense. Yes, exactly. Which is, which is the problem with this team is like the, this team can play. Uh, like max 20 seconds of great defense and then it just falls apart because like someone pump fakes and we're up in the air you know? but, but it was getting scary because towns you know checked out with that hand injury which turned out to be you know like a los angeles type injury you know where where some doctor in la tells you your hand is busted up <laughs> and he comes right back and then um, he comes I'm sorry, right Glenn. back we're, we're talking right over you. Frank Vogel, do you, you, you make your case. Uh, Frank Vogel, he's been shit on a lot throughout his career. Um, and this is the one, like, after his after his stint with the Magic, he was shit on a lot. And I, I feel bad for Frank. He deserves his due credit. And if he wins this year, that would be that would be all the due credit he needs. And he's he was awesome in the playoffs last year. And... I could see him being awesome this year as well. It's going to, and it's actually going to be interesting because they're going to have to rest AD and LeBron. And uh, if they can still secure that one seed, I don't know if you can pick someone else, especially if they're resting LeBron and AD as much as we suspect that they are. Right. Well, last year in the playoffs, Frank Vogel was the best coach. Absolutely. Uh, like it, it, it wasn't even close. I mean, I, I think Spo did a good job and I, I, I think, uh, Nick Nurse did a good job, mm-hmm. but Frank Vogel, I, he he was just at one point was just like, "All right, we're not playing centers anymore. Sorry, you know, <laughs> we're we're gonna ride with our guys." And and he did what he needed to win. So it, and, it, and in the Western Conference Finals, revitalized Dwight Howard, first coach fired. Mine is easy. New York Knicks coach Tom Thibodeau. I think the Knicks are gonna be pretty bad, and uh, Tibbs runs people the wrong way, uh, rubs people the wrong way. And uh, James Dolan is unpredictable. Seems like a uh, easy first coach fired candidate. 
<laughs> Dylan, shaking your head again. I, I don't think there's any way for that to happen. I just, I what was his, what is his contract? I think there's like a shit ton guaranteed in his contract. So I don't, I, I think that they signed him knowing that this was not going to be a one year project. Like they signed him because they knew that he was going to not win any games this year, but that they were going to try for next year. Like, what can Jim Dolan expect out of a roster that's playing RJ Barrett as their like best guy on the court. The Jim Dolan can expect whatever he wants to expect. That has been made clear. I and just don't know. That's the best pick for best for first coach fired. All right. Who's first coach fired Dylan. Let me look at the standings for a second. Cool. Who's your first coach fired. So I want to just, I'm trying to stir the pot a bit, but I think doc rivers is going to, well, <laughs> <laughs> I think Doc Rivers is on a fast track to just have a rough patch. Oh, you don't like the Sixers? I like the Sixers, but I just, I just, if, if he got fired after having that all-star team, like he's on a bad track. <laughs> I think, I think he's gone. I think that guy's going to have a bad couple of years in the NBA. Okay. Sorry. I like, I like this take. Here's my pick because he's always kind of been a fringe coach fired and because he's gotten him fired before Scott Brooks. Oh, Scott Brooks is a good pick. That's a good ass pick. Cause it, the wizards have, have playoff expectations and so far they look rough. Ooh. Yeah. I just don't know. Like they, they looked kind of good against, uh, against the Sixers, but then they just absolutely sucked against the magic twice in a row. Like you don't twice in a row. You don't lose twice in a row to a fringe playoff team. If you want to be a fringe playoff team, you know, Russell Westbrook is shooting something like 30% from the field so far yeah. this season. It's like, it's looking pretty bad for him. He's, he's had a bad year. He's had a bad, like full year, like 365 days. <laughs> I would say, I would say I'm shocked that none of us had him for most unimproved player, but yeah, He's been it's too late. Yeah, he's been awesome. showing who he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's this is it. <laughs> All right. Uh great. We're gonna move on to defensive player of the year. Um, Yeet. That award is so fucking boring. I hate yeah. defensive player of the year. Honestly, I think it could, it could be Ed Davis. Because like it's like there's only ever two candidates and yeah. It, like you have to be a center. It's it, and like, how do you even measure who was the best defensive player? Like, I don't know. I just think well, the only way to measure it makes the centers the most important defensive piece, no matter what. So yeah, it, it just like I think yeah, I think Carl Anthony Towns is going to be the defensive player of the year. Fuck it. Cool. I, uh, I would have said Josh Okogi if I would have picked the Timberwolf. My my best defender is. Ben Simmons this year. That's okay. what I like that. But yeah, defensive player of the year, it's going to be a center. So it's stupid. It's Anthony Davis. Hopefully. Yeah. It's going to be Anthony Davis because he is a center that uh, is all over the place. I can't believe he's never won it before. He's so amazing. He's so good on defense. But I mean, if you're going to take a Timberwolf flying guy, I would say Josh Okogie. I would take Jared Vanderbilt. I mean, just, you know. <laughs> Get better odds on him. Can I get D'Angelo Russell, please? Uh, uh. Like <laughs> what's what's his uh, line in Vegas on Defensive Player of the Year right now? One 
in they don't talk about it in sorry, I'm counting the zeros sorry just 250 like billion all give right me, give me a kogi dude okogi he's like he is when you are watching a timberwolves game if you're one of those guys that does that guy is gonna surprise you you're one of those you guys that watches the timberwolves game. <laughs> exactly I, i'm sorry is what i'll say oh. <laughs> honestly like you you're probably one of those few guys strictly because there are so many damn blackouts how about these blackouts people yeah dude fuck it get um, these blackouts out of the league okay we're gonna move on to uh six man of the year one of my favorite awards just to award a guy who comes off the bench and scores some damn points a street baller yeah this is this is the st- kind of the street baller award of the nba the six man of the year <laughs> I, uh, I I vibe with that. Yeah. Um, you know, my sixth man of the year is a little. A, it's pretty MSM, but oh, no. I, he's going to get opportunity, and it's Tyler Hero. No, hey. what? No, he's not even going to be the sixth man of the year on his team. <laughs> who's Who's going to be the sixth man Goron. of the year on his team? Goron. Oh yeah. Except I think Tyler Hero is going to score more points. Tyler might Tyler might start too many games actually to to make that happen. But yeah, I, yeah, because Hero has started the last two games. I think this was, was my preseason predict, prediction. So this is yeah. just what I, basically based on what I thought the lineups were going to be. So if yeah, he was he smart, he would request. Yeah, he should. If he was smart, he would say, "Hey, coach, I want to play less minutes." <laughs> Because... Four minutes, but just don't start me for the first yeah. session and yes. then take the time out. Use your first time out yes. just so you can get me into the game. And then I can be sixth man of the year off the bench, you know, baby. After after watching a couple games, it's pretty clear that it's Karis LeVert's uh, war to lose. Yeah, this is true. It's um, not fun to pick that, but Karis LeVert is the most talented player who is not starting right now in the NBA. He's balling on bench players. He is just like, ooh, it's bad. Cole, who's your pick? Uh, I'm going to have to go look because now I'm all overwhelmed. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. He's been starting. I, yeah, I know. We didn't think he would start, but I, I, I our, yeah, it's so, weird because LeBron has actually not started at point guard this right. year. So do you think they'll bench him or do you think they're just going to say, fuck it, you're our guy? I don't know. He's looked pretty good. He looks good. I know. And it's and it, and so my guess is that they will ride with it. They'll ride with it through the trade deadline, and then the, he might reevaluate then. Yeah, but he's so cool, <laughs> and I would just I would love for him to not have to start and just because I was I was even like I had that thought in my head last season. I was like, this guy is a banger. We got to get him onto a team that he can really oh, he's shine. A street baller. Exactly, shine him off the bench street ball him because he looks good yeah i think as long as streets of of munich (laughs) as long as he keeps playing defense he's gonna keep starting because so far his defense has been really solid yeah he looks good i've been impressed although that does not help you win six man of the year where are we uh you we need to hear your six man of the uh of the year pick dylan i i pick karis lavert it's whatever fuck six (laughs) why not why not montrez harrell awards Montrez Harrell oh yeah that's true but Montrez Harrell's already won one so I don't know I don't really care but I All right, really right now let's move on to rookie of the year then and my pick for rookie of the year 
is Isaac motherfucking Okoro. Oh, Why? Why would you do that? You know that that's it's not even realistic. Anthony Anthony Edwards yeah. is going to your hands is. down, period. It's got to no, be a guy who's going to score. No, 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 no. It's Isaac Okoro for sure. I'm actually with Chalanga on this. It <laughs> I is. Think, the... I think there's no chance that he wins rookie of the year, but there might be a chance that he's the best player at the end of his career. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's got, he has, he's going to have the most time on the floor and he's going to get to play a ton of defense. He's going to get to like, he's going to be able to do what he wants to do. You know what I mean? Why the Cavaliers? Time too. Yeah. You and know, Lonzo or not Lonzo. Lamelo, Lamelo, yeah, yeah. Here's here's what I'll say about Okoro is if he didn't play with Garland and Sexton, then I think he would have a chance. But he's yeah. just not gonna have the ball in his hands enough to to do it. He's oh. the type of player that like in five years is gonna win Most Improved Player, and I'm gonna be sitting here like I told y'all. Um, <laughs> but he he needs the opportunity to do it. Anthony Edwards looks good. The only the only like sneaky candidate is Tyrese Halliburton because the Kings look like they could be pretty good, and if the Kings make the playoff uh, the play in games at least, and Tyrese Halliburton keeps on playing like he is playing, then I could see the argument for like oh he's like the best rookie on the best team because I think the I Warriors are going to be pretty bad and the Wolves could be pretty bad. So, but like I I guess I'd also. I don't know if that matters. I don't like Andrew Wiggins won rookie of the year pretty handily. And he was on the worst team in the league by far. Yeah. I, I just look at it as like the Brogdon thing, but I guess that's because Joel didn't play enough games. Exactly. Yeah. No, Who's yeah, Anthony, Anthony, Edwards? Anthony Edwards. It's gotta be like, he looks I don't, good. He, I don't, well, I just don't think that there's an argument against him and like, yeah, I don't want to be a Homer, but I don't think there's an argument against him. He's the, he's leading the league and, uh, or, or he's leading the rookies in total points scored right now. So I think that the only argument is that Wiseman is starting. That's like the the one argument is that Wiseman may end up playing more minutes. Um, but and Okoro it, will get his way, I think. Yeah, you know and I, I mean? guess Okoro is starting too. Exactly. He just, he just doesn't touch the ball. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, not yet. That's gonna be a problem. <laughs> yeah, I hope he starts to touch the ball. Um, all right, we're going to move on to a couple uh, last awards that we kind of come up with and, and and we like to talk about every year. The first is the unknown player to watch. And, you know, I will take the lead on this because I'm a freak about this stuff. And, and I, I get I get two into players that don't matter. The first player to watch is KZ Okpala from the Miami Heat. Um, I don't think that he has played yet, <laughs> but. He played during the regular season and he looked like he was starting to put stuff together. He's like a six, seven small forward type. He's a little skinny, but he can shoot. He can dribble a little bit. He can, he's got a little bit of bounce. Um, I, he, he fell in the draft a couple years ago cause he got hurt. Uh, but I think that uh, he could be a pretty good player. And I think he could be a starter if he puts it all together. Chalinga always picks players that are like, oh, they got hurt, so they fell in the draft. <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. Yep. All American games. And Dude. then you know Chalinga's picks because if you watch the All American game, Jaden McDaniels is in it. I love Jaden McDaniels. He's not one of my players to watch because he ain't worth watching yet. Um, <laughs> but then my other player to watch is Theo Maladon on the Oklahoma City Thunder. He. Oh my God. Get two, Chalinga. I do get two. He's interesting. 
Uh, and <laughs> we have we have some picks. Jay Sean Tate is going to play some significant oh, hell yeah. minutes for the Houston Rockets, and he will be known very soon. I mean, he is first of all he's known for getting balls thrown in his face, but yeah. he will be known for more than just that this year. Like he looks really. I I was a big skeptic, and then uh, I I was like texting you about the Rockets and how and how uh, like oh my god they played Jay Sean Tate thirty seven minutes, but then like he's gonna be like a amazing three and d guy for james harden i think i'll be honest with you john i haven't watched him play i, I got, have i have had no interest in watching the rockets unfortunately i got a banger for y'all i'm ready and your listeners are gonna love this too this is a guy that knows you know off court he knows how to really put a show on on court watching this guy play He's the ultimate street baller, Robin Lopez. <laughs> Player to watch. Have you ever watched him play basketball? <laughs> I've never. It's psycho. Play basketball. So when he plays basketball, it's awesome. It's like you've given the ball to the Crudes. The movie. Have you seen the movie The Crudes? Oh, like a crude. Yes. yes. Yes, so he looks like a crew dribbling a basketball because he just he'll take it, he'll back in, get really nice and low, very street ball, and I love watching him play. So for players okay. to watch, Prudes Two: A New Age out in theaters now. If you want to uh, risk it all, did you guys get sponsored by Crudes Two? Yeah, we. Yes, just- we are. Yep, all right, we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick commercial break um, for our sponsor, Crudes Two, and we're back. We're going to end with this award. It's the player that we will most likely die of thirst on their island. So one player that we love so much that uh, we probably love too much to the point where where it's going to burn us pretty bad. Um, Dylan, do you have one? Should we go to Cole I already, first? I already, no, I already had that guy. And he already, I have already died of thirst. That's the problem. And who is that? You know who it is. It's Rondé. Oh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. He is lost at sea. It's he's a free agent. Who do you think is going to sign him? Maybe the Rockets if they keep getting COVID. That's true. The and he'd be a great Rocket. I'm like I'm so mad. I'm just gonna go now because I I can't deal with it. My pick is Marco Fultz, baby. Yeah, I'm a I'm a live and die on the Marco Fultz train. He still takes shots like he used to, so watch the out. The Magic are three and oh, baby. Markel's looking good. Cole Anthony's looking good. Terrence Ross. Oh yeah, Cole I, Anthony could be. He could be uh, rookie of the rookie year. Of the year. Yeah, yeah. If the Magic make the playoffs, which they probably will, I I've had the Magic at the playoffs. So, um, but yeah, Marco Fultz. Crack the starting rotation, though. I think order. so. I think, think so. Uh, probably because Dwayne Bacon is a starting two. Or they're starting Fournier at the three right now. Yeah, basically. Maybe maybe Bacon is a starting three, whatever. It's, it all depends on matchups. So, yeah, I mean, if if they decide to start Anthony and, and Fultz together, I don't, I don't know if that, that's going to happen, though. No, I don't know if he has the size for that. Cole Ooh. Anthony doesn't have a big wingspan, does he? I don't think he does. No, he's pretty little. Um. Anyway, Cole, do you have a player that you're gonna die on their island do you, that you just love so much? 
Yeah, I think I'm gonna always die on the Gorgie Island. I think I think I have to stand by Gorgie no matter yep. what. And I do despise his jump shot. I despise his shot in general. What? I love um, everything about him. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I and I love his shot. Like I like hate to watch it, but I love to see it go in, baby. <laughs> I but, hate to watch it, but I love to see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, baby. I uh I will say, um, Okogi, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to ride with that guy no matter what. I love that guy. I'm going to ride or die with the Kogi. He's so He's cool. One guy is a Kogi. Yeah, see. That's cool, right? That's the I song. love his hairline. I love yeah. him. Oh, he's a banger. He he just, you like want to support those guys so heavily, even if they have like a rough season or whatever. But he looks good, so I'm excited. I'm excited too. We're going to wrap it up there. Those were our awards. Um, the, you know, this year, uh, with, with the, with the shortened COVID season and the shortened off season, it was a little bit of a rush to get it in, but I'm glad we did it. Um, Cole, thank you for having, uh, thank you for having us on your podcast. Um, thank you. Cole. <laughs> thank you. We really appreciate you. Do you have a, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, I will say that I would love to hear from your followers what they think of my boy Chicken. I know he's a little wily. I know he's a little nasty. But I would love to hear, you know, moving forward, some constructive criticism because it looks like he's going to be living with us. So, Well, I don't necessarily consent to that, but if he's going to be outside, that's okay. Uh, where real. can people follow you, Cole? Follow me? Yeah. Uh, you can hit me up at uh, – you, you won't like it. Um, Cole Benskin at Instagram.com. There's a lot. <laughs> there is a lot of truck content. Yeah, it's more truck related. I'll do my best to fix that. Uh, finger right. hands, finger hands twelve is my Twitter handle. Um, I've got one hot take a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on Twitter. Do we know when it's gonna come? Um, you gotta follow to find out. I'm, I'm exactly follow and see. Um, but really, if you want to know more about me, just sorry. All right, don't forget to follow us at CND Pod. It's 30 minutes too long. So <laughs> follow us at CND Pod on Instagram, on Twitter. Send us an email at coast to coast NBA pod at gmail.com. Uh, you know what you did, Tony B. Shouts to Ben King Quali. You've been the hero on the Twitter lately. Uh, we love you so much. Charge with Charlie Sugar Co. Shout to Dylan Carlson. We love you. Bye. Season is done. <laughs> Sick. God, that's so sad. <laughs>